You're listening to the Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 126, Boost Your Energy and Blow Your Mind. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love, or back in love, with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey, what's up? Today, I'm going to tell you how to get something I think most of us want more of in our lives. I'm going to tell you how to get more energy. So if you are relying on coffee to fuel your shifts and your life, I'm not going to take that away from you. I'm not going to touch your coffee routine, but I want to offer you other ways to tap into more energy. Now, here's the thing. I think sometimes getting more energy feels like a catch-22 because we think, I don't have the energy to get more energy. Because <laughs> a lot of the things we know will help us improve our energy are things that take time and energy. And so we know these things that we're supposed to do, right? We know we're supposed to exercise and eat healthy, but we're like, I don't have the time or the energy to exercise, or I don't have the time and energy to cook healthy meals. And so I want you to know that's not what we're covering today. I know you guys already know that stuff. And so I want to help you get more energy in ways that aren't going to cause you to expend more energy. And there are things that are realistic that you can fit into the nursing lifestyle. Because I know that is so important to me as a nurse and as a mom. I need realistic solutions. And so today that's what I'm going to offer to you guys. What has helped me gain more energy in my life. Now, here's why I think this is so important. One, because it feels nice to have more energy, right? When we feel drained and exhausted, then our days kind of drag on, our shifts drag on, we get more irritable. It's not super fun to not have energy. But another reason I think it's so important for us to get more energy is because when we don't have energy, there's a huge opportunity cost. So opportunity cost is an economics term. I actually really enjoyed taking economics in college. My sister majored in economics. I would not go that far, but I enjoyed economics 101 <laughs> when I was in college. And opportunity cost is something I learned about in that class. So if you're not familiar with what opportunity cost is, it's when you buy something. We'll do it in the economics term, okay? When you buy something, the cost of that item you buy isn't just $5. The cost is not getting all the other alternatives you could have bought with that $5. So for me, when I think about opportunity cost, I think about when me and one of my best friends would go shopping when we were in high school. We would always measure things in terms of the opportunity cost. So our opportunity cost that we always thought of was how many shirts at Forever 21 could I buy with that money instead? So if we were thinking about going out to eat, we were like, well, Panda Express is delicious, but that's going to cost me 
half a shirt at Forever 21 or maybe even a whole shirt at Forever 21. So a lot of times we would decide "Mm, it's not worth it. That opportunity cost isn't worth it to me. I'd rather get the shirt at Forever 21. Or if we were thinking about going to a concert, we'd be like, that concert sounds fun. Is it worth four shirts from Forever 21 or five shirts from Forever 21? We'd have to think about it sometimes. We'd have to weigh that in our mind. Is it worth the opportunity cost? So not just is it worth 80 bucks, is it worth not getting the things I would get instead? And that's how it is when we don't have energy in our lives. We're not just having a rough shift. It's costing us the shift we could have had instead or the experience we could have had instead. So when we don't have energy, we're missing out on things in our life. And that's the true cost, the experience we're not creating for ourselves. So that's why I think it's so important to tap into more energy in our lives and to feel more energized and have that drive because we are missing out on so much we don't even realize. It's like we're just leaving it on the table. So I want to share this secret with you guys today on how to get so much more energy in your life and to not have to expend a ton of energy to get it. Okay. So remember, these are things realistic for nursing. Now, as I was thinking about this podcast episode, I decided to look into what other people are suggesting. Cause I was like, I think we all know what we're supposed to do to gain energy. And so I decided to look it up. I did a Google search and I was actually pleasantly surprised with what came up. So it gave me one of those little lists at the top. It was a list of nine ways to get more energy. And the top of the list said control stress. And I was like, what? Yes, it's not talking about diet and exercise and all of those things we already know we should be doing. And I was like, whoever made this list, we are on the same page. They are brilliant. (laughs) Because of course, if they agree with me, then they're brilliant. So I was like, who wrote this? And I looked at the article and it came from Harvard. So I was like, thank you, Harvard. Thank you for giving us these real true ways to get more energy in our life. So it talked about how to get more energy in our life, we need to control stress. And then the rest of the list, which we'll talk about in in a second, did have a lot of those things like diet and exercise and sleep habits and all of that really great and important stuff. But I was so happy to see that controlling stress was the top of the list. And I would add to that, not just controlling stress, but learning how to really manage and regulate and process all of those uncomfortable emotions. Because I think stress is really draining on us, but I also think irritation is exhausting. And I think overwhelm is exhausting and fear and worry and self-doubt. I think all of those things are weights on us that slow us down in our lives, that keep us from having that momentum and that energy to do the things we want to. Like think about something as simple as washing the dishes. When you're feeling really disappointed or discouraged or overwhelmed or resentful, isn't it so much harder to wash the dishes? Like, have you ever had a really amazing day and you're filled with gratitude and excitement and just so overjoyed with your life and you notice the dishes need to be done? 
sometimes it's so easy, right? When you're feeling those emotions, it's like, okay, let's go do the dishes. And we just get it done. And we don't even think twice about it. But when we're feeling resentment and just exhausted and drained, then doing the dishes can feel like a huge burden. So imagine if doing the dishes can feel so hard Think about all those other things in your life that your brain won't even entertain right now. It's not even aware that those are possibilities because it's just so tired. It's like, of course, I'm not going to go back to school and get that degree or go get my certification or start a business or have another child or whatever because I'm already so exhausted. I can barely do the dishes right? But once we get that energy in our lives, then it opens up the possibilities. Then the dishes might be kind of annoying, might not be super fun, but we just get it done and we have the energy to do it. And those other things in our lives become true possibilities. They become things that we're like, maybe I could do that. Maybe I do have the energy and the motivation and the excitement to drive me to do those things. So suddenly things start to become possible. So right now, if you're feeling the weight of uncomfortable emotions, of stress, overwhelm, irritation, all of those emotions that I've been talking about, if you're feeling those weights on you, and it sometimes really does feel like weights, right? Then I want you to realize that that is slowing you down in your life. Like if you think about marathon runners, Sometimes they train by putting extra weights on themselves. They wear a weighted vest or ankle weights or something, right? Because as they're training, they get used to carrying that extra weight and they build up strength. And so if you're carrying that extra weight, I don't want you to shame yourself. I don't want you to think you're doing something wrong, but maybe picture yourself like that marathon runner. Like right now you're running with this extra weight and you're doing a fantastic job. But imagine... If you got to take off the weights, it's like stepping up to that line to start the race and you take off the vest and you take off the ankle weights. You drop all of that and then you start running. Imagine how much faster you'll go. You'll feel so light, so free. And that's what happens when we let go of the burden of all of these emotions that we don't need, that aren't serving us. Then we can fly. Then we feel so much lighter. It's been so awesome in Bold Nurse Society to see my members drop the weights. Because in Bold Nurse Society, we do a lot of cleaning up these emotions that aren't serving us well. We're like, you know what? Emotions aren't dangerous. It's okay that you're feeling irritated or stressed or overwhelmed. But it seems like it's kind of weighing you down. It seems like it's kind of holding you back from the life experience you want to create and the things you want to do in your life. So let's drop the weights. And that's what we do. We work through how to drop those things. And it's amazing to see my members take off, to see them suddenly become light and free. I always love to share the story of one of my members, Becca. Shout out to you, Becca. Hi. Um, She's amazing. She shared an experience with me after she had started Bold Nurse Society. It was early on in the pandemic and she was checking in with me one day and she said, I just got done working nine shifts in a row. And the amazing thing wasn't that I survived those nine shifts. It was at the end of it, I was still standing and smiling. 
She said when she told her patients that she was on her ninth shift, they were blown away. They were like, how do you have so much energy? How are you still so friendly and kind? How are you not just exhausted? And it's because she had learned to drop the fear and the anxiety and those things that slow us down. Now, I like to be careful when I share that example because I think it's amazing and I'm so proud of her, but also I don't want you to put that pressure on yourself to work nine shifts in a row. That's not what I'm trying to say at all here. I just want you to see what's possible, that if you wanted to work nine shifts in a row, maybe you could. Like, think about it right now. How would you feel after working nine shifts? Probably not great, probably kind of exhausted, but if you dropped all the emotional exhaustion and just had that physical exhaustion you would experience, it would be so much more tolerable. And so if you wanted to put that energy into picking up more shifts, if that was something you felt like you wanted to do, that would become a possibility. But like I said, no pressure. You don't have to use that energy to pick up more shifts, but think of how else you could use it in your life. So that brings me back to the list from Harvard. I told you we were going to talk about. So on their list, top of the list was controlling stress. And as we learn how to process stress and uncomfortable emotions, we get so much more energy. But then the things that followed on the list were more typical things. So it talked about diet and exercise and eating well. Now for those things, like I said, sometimes we feel like I can't exercise or I can't eat well because I don't have the energy to do it. But guess what? If you regained that energy from dropping all of the emotional baggage you've been carrying, maybe you would have the energy to exercise or to meal prep. Like all that energy that you're saving once you drop the emotional baggage, you get to put towards other things in your life. And it could be putting it back into things that are going to help you generate even more energy. So it becomes this situation of how people often say the rich get richer. I know that's often said in a negative way, but think about what's happening when people get money and then they put it back into things, invest it in things that give them more money. That's how the rich get richer. And so that's what can happen with your energy. You drop the baggage of emotional turmoil and those emotional stresses in your life and you get more energy and you can just keep putting it back into things that give you more energy. And then the awesome thing is we can stop relying on things that often drain our energy. So I told you guys, I'm not going to touch your coffee routine. If you want to drink your coffee, totally fine. But sometimes if we drink too much coffee or we drink it late in the afternoon because we need that pick-me-up, then we have trouble sleeping. So you see how it then leads to things that are going to cause us to feel more tired and exhausted. So if we're not relying on other things to give us energy and we can generate that within ourselves, then we can start minimizing things that reduce our energy. When we learn how to control our stress and manage our emotions, then we also don't rely on alcohol or smoking, right? Like you can still enjoy alcohol if 
that's what you want to do, but you're not relying on it or other substances to help you manage your stress and your overwhelm. Then it becomes a choice, not something you feel like you need in your life. So as we do those things, it all just is like this snowball effect where the snowball is rolling down the hill and it just builds and builds and we get more energy. And we don't have to put all that energy back into diet and exercise and those types of things. We can put it into things that we enjoy, things that are fun for us, whether it's hobbies or spending time with your family. As we have more energy to do the things we love, that is reinvesting it to give us more energy back because we're doing things that fuel us, that we enjoy, that bring joy and passion to our lives. So I just want you to think about how you would use that energy. How would you show up in your life without that exhaustion? And remember, there's the opportunity cost. It's not just what your life is like when you're exhausted. It's what could you be doing instead? If you had the energy, what would you be creating in your life? So when we're tired and irritable and stressed out, the upfront cost of that that many of us see is it strains our relationships. So maybe it strains your relationship with your child or with your spouse or with your friends or family members. So it strains those relationships. And that's what we often see as the cost, right? But think of it in terms of the opportunity cost. All the things that would be happening instead in those relationships if there wasn't this stress and overwhelm and irritation and extra tension making things more challenging. That is the true cost of not having the energy we want in our lives. It's missing out on those memories we would be creating. It's not doing those things that we enjoy. So for me, as I look back over the past few years, and I think what could have been the opportunity cost if I had stayed where I was four years ago when I was exhausted in my job and just feeling that extra irritation and resentment and overwhelm in my life that I've since been able to clean up as I've learned these coaching tools. So when I think back to where I was, if I had continued on that path, I would have missed out on so many opportunities. I'm like, maybe I wouldn't have had the energy to make a dollhouse for my daughter like I did last Christmas. That was a lot of work. That was a lot of extra tasks and things to take on. But I did have that energy. I made that dollhouse. That was a really fun, special memory. Or playing with my kids. I enjoy being with my children so much more now. And I'm not saying I'm always 100% energized and excited and perfect mom. Of course not. But I have so much more energy than I did. So I think about the little games we've created. Dinosaur Stomp. That's a little game that me and my daughter made up that we play in our living room sometimes. And I'm like, what if I would have missed out on that? What if I would have just been too tired and not had the energy to play this silly game with her. That's the true cost, you guys. Or staying stuck, feeling worn out about your job. 
that's uncomfortable, right? That's the upfront cost where we're like, I'm really tired and exhausted and miserable in this job. But if we don't regain that energy and that fulfillment, the true cost is so much more. It's missing out on those experiences with our patients where we'd connect with them and have those really special moments that make our jobs so much more fulfilling. We'd miss out on connecting with our coworkers because we'd just kind of keep to ourselves more and not develop those relationships. We might miss out on our career progression, finding something that we really are passionate about and love. But we don't see all of that right now. We don't see the opportunity cost because it's all invisible. Our brains can't even imagine most of it, right? We're like, we're like, I don't even know that that would be possible because my brain is too tired to even imagine it. I'm not accessing those parts of my brain that think that those are real possibilities. Or for me, going back several years before I had really started studying and applying these tools in my life, I wouldn't have had the energy to start a business, to start my coaching program. No, I would have just stayed exactly where I was, trying to just get by working as a nurse. And now I'm working as a nurse, not full-time anymore, I'm per diem, but I had the energy and the courage to start my coaching program. That would have been the opportunity cost. And when I really break that down, I'm like, holy crap, that is a lot of opportunity cost. Because as I've become a coach for nurses, I've one, learned so much, just different skills as far as technology and graphic design and marketing and all of these things that I think are really fun. But I've also learned so much about myself. I've learned what I'm capable of. I've learned that I can manage stress and overwhelm and I can do things that scare me and I can put myself out there in ways I never would have imagined. And I never would have known I had that strength had I not learned how to work through those uncomfortable emotions and carry them with me when necessary. It's been life-changing. I've met so many people in Bold Nurse Society. I've developed these relationships that I absolutely cherish. Those wouldn't have existed. That would have been the opportunity cost of me being too tired or too scared to pursue my goals. I wouldn't have made those friendships that have changed my life. My Bold Nurse Society members who I absolutely adore and get to connect with, they mean the world to me. And I'm so thankful that I had the energy to pursue those. I'm getting all teary actually as I talk about this. I would have missed out on all of that. So I am just so grateful that I wasn't too tired or too scared. And that's what I want for you guys. I want you to know that there's a whole different version of you and a whole life available to you beyond what you know right now. And that's not to say your life isn't amazing right now. I hope your life is great right now. I hope it's the best you could even imagine. But I want you to know there's even more beyond that. That's what coaching is all about. It's about helping normal people, typical people who have normal everyday lives, full of stress and struggle and also joy, 
but to take those normal people in their normal lives and help them access something beyond that, to discover what's beyond normal. And there is so much out there that you guys, we just can't even see. And once you start getting those glimpses of it, you'll blow your own mind. I know I certainly have the life I have now, the opportunities I have, the courage and strength I have is unreal to me. And seeing my Bold Nurse Society members access that same courage, that same strength and peace and and drive in their lives, it just makes my heart want to explode. And I want so badly for all of you to have that. So that's where it starts. It starts with really learning how to work through those uncomfortable emotions, to minimize them. And that's when you get the energy and the passion and excitement to fuel you to create the life you don't even know is possible. The life that's so much better than you can even dream of right now. So my friend, if you are ready for it, if you are ready to bring that energy into your life, then you need to get on the wait list for Bold Nurse Bootcamp. Everything I teach in Bold Nurse Bootcamp is designed to fit into the nursing lifestyle, to address the challenges that we face, and to work through those uncomfortable emotions and give you your energy and your power back. So if you want to be the first to get all the information about Bootcamp as it launches and get a special waitlist discount, then make sure you get on the waitlist for Bootcamp. And you can do that by going to thrivingnurse.com forward slash ready. All right. So if you're ready to take that power back to get more energy in your life, go to thrivingnurse.com forward slash ready and you can join the waitlist for Bootcamp. And I'll give you all the information on there about how to get started, information about pricing, and a special discount to reward those of you who are ready to take action in your life. All right, my friends, I cannot wait to see what you create in your lives. I can't wait to see you blow your own minds. I can't wait till someday you are having a conversation just like this with one of your friends where you're saying, three years ago, this is where I was in my life. And it was pretty good. I didn't really think anything was wrong. But I just had this feeling that there could be more. And I wanted to discover that next version of myself. And then the conversation that follows as you tell them who you've become and all the things you've accomplished and the way your life has changed I just can't wait for you to have that conversation and to blow your own freaking mind. So head on over, get on the waitlist for bootcamp at thrivingnurse.com forward slash ready, and we'll get started. All right, my friends, have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.